You're tuning in to another episode of Wildlife Wonders Podcast. Sit back and relax, because today we're going to learn animal facts. Seriana, back at it again with another episode. We are in a new round of things, still figuring out some things. Um, but I know the last week we did. I well, I posted an episode on YouTube. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. The YouTube link is on Buzzsprout, but I can also put in this video um, caption. Regardless, I posted a video on YouTube for the first time first visual video and about me about the host and my experiences in the animal field uh so go back and watch that but we're kind of gonna go feed off of that i know i owe y'all part two for that video talking about my experience in costa rica but guess what guess what we are going to start talking about primates my favorite group of animals i love it if you didn't know humans are primates but we are going to start talking about primates today. I am going to do a intro, introduction episode, I'm going to call it, to go over what is a primate, what makes a primate a primate, what's the difference between monkeys and apes, because you guys, a lot of them that y'all call monkeys are not monkeys. But we're going to go over that because a lot of people actually don't know the difference. We're going to go over all of that, and I'm going to throw some fun facts in there where I can. And then as the future episodes come, we'll probably talk about like one episode, one or two episodes about an ape or uh, one or two episodes about monkey lores and kind of break it down into the the groups. So without further ado, we're going to get right into it. So before we get into it, if you haven't already, you need to find Wildlife Wonders podcast on Instagram and follow. It is greatly appreciated. And also go on the YouTube and find Wildlife Wonders Podcast and follow, like, subscribe, however you want to do it. But basically support. Okay, thanks. Either way, I'm not going to go too scientific on this. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the start of the scientific, two scientific groups. and But after that, I'm not going to go into all the details of the names of the scientific groups because... You, you guys, you want to hear about the animals, right? I mean, it's part of the animals, but you want to hear about the fun facts. So we have two big main groups of primates, right? You have the, and I'm sorry if I butcher this. It's been a minute since I had to say these names. You have the haplorines and then you have the strepsorines. So your haplorines are your dry nose primates. They have dry nose. And then your haplorine, your strepsorines, are your wet-nosed primates. So think of like a dog or a cat's nose, okay? Within those two umbrellas, you have other groups, but we're not going to go into all the details. I'm just going to lump it together. And I'm sorry for all my primate lovers out there or my primate um, specialists or if this is your field, I'm sorry. I'm not going to go into all the details, but you know, you know the, you know the groups. It's fine. So we within the haplorines, your dry-nosed primates, you have, there's three groups, but all together, it's the old world monkeys, your apes, your humans, and then your new world monkeys and your tarsiers. Now the way, I'll go into that, I'll go into that, how I separate old world monkeys and new world monkeys, the way I think about it, and the easiest way to remember. Within your strep, 
within your stepsirines group, you have your lemurs, your ayes, your lorises, and your galagos. Now, how I think about it between the difference, you're like, what's the difference between an old world monkey and a new world monkey? This is the easiest ways I can think about it. Old world monkeys, apes, and humans have downward facing nostrils. So look at your nose in the mirror and you see how you're the two holes, that's your nostrils, see how they are facing down. Versus new world monkeys, nostrils go out. Their nostrils are out going to the side instead of going down. So usually that's the biggest way you can tell. Um, usually your new world monkeys and your tarsiers, um, try to make sure I don't miss, miss anything. The new world monkeys and the tarsiers, their noses go more out versus humans, apes, old world monkeys have, I call it like a human nose. It goes down, a regular <laughs> breathing nose, you know? And so that's the biggest way you can tell. The other way I usually go about it, and this, I don't know if it's 100% foolproof, but old world monkeys are typically on the ground. Typically on the ground. They're typically on the ground, and usually your old world monkeys you'll find in Africa and Asia, versus a lot of your new world monkeys are something called arboreal, which means they're mostly in the trees. Arboreal, that's the word. And um, they're usually found in South America. Is this a, a hold all rule? Probably not. But that's usually how I think about it. New World's usually in South America. And they're usually typically in the trees, arboreal. There are, and apes are usually, mm, no, there's a few exceptions, but they're usually on the ground sometimes. But I usually think of like that. Old world monkeys are on the ground. Another word for that you can use is terrestrial. Um, so they mostly stay on the ground. doesn't mean they don't ever go in the trees, but they mostly stay on the ground. And then if they're in the trees, it's called arboreal. That means they stay in the trees or any animal in the trees is arboreal. So that's the way I think about it. So what makes the difference between a primate and any other animal? So what, what makes them so special? Why are humans considered primates? That's another question, I guess. So one, if you look at your hands... We have something called thumbs. We have opposable thumbs. We can move and control them. We can use it to grab um, and to pick up things. Primates also have opposable thumbs. They can also grab. Um, when I say primates, I'm talking about other primates. Monkeys, apes, tar, tarsiers, eyes. Um, I can't think of a Galago's hands, but I'm going to assume they have thumbs too. Lemurs, they have thumbs. They're able to grab stuff off the ground, grab the fruit, grab whatever they need. Use tools. A lot of um, a lot of apes and some monkeys use tools. So they're able to use tools because they have opposable thumbs like humans. Also, unlike other animals, monk, uh, not just monkeys, primates have nails instead of claws. So with the eye eye, Fun fact being thrown in here, and I'll talk more about II in another episode. But IIs are nocturnal, and they have this long, long, like a very, very long nail, which they usually use to dig in holes and feed out bugs and other. Um, I think it's, don't quote me. I think it's like gum or sap out the tree that they also get out. But that's what they have. They elongated, elong, elongated, Lord, elongated nail. But yeah, primates have nails, not claws. Another thing that sets us apart, um, I say us because we are primates, sets primates apart from other animals, the forward-facing eyes. We can look forward. We rely more on our vision than our scent and our um, our scent and our hearing than a lot of other animals because we see in front of us. We have 
stereoscopic vision. Um, some and some primates have are able to see at night, like the eye. They're nocturnal animals, and so we rely more on our vision and our visual cues more than our auditory and our olfactory, which is smell more than smell and hearing. Um, we also have a larger brain to body ratio. Our brain is pretty big compared to a lot of animals, especially when it comes to um, like apes and gorillas. They can function on on the level of a kindergartner, on the level of a small child, or maybe even better than some adults. Who knows? But um, they have very typically have very large brain to body ratio, and on top of that, complex thinking. Compared to a lot of animals, like I just said, a lot of primates, um, especially ones that are using research, they're very intelligent. They can learn different to use different tools. They can learn to use their emotions or use their like compassion and affection. They sometimes um, they can has been done in research where they use different ways to communicate. So it's a very complex mind, especially with apes, especially with some, not just apes, but some monkeys as well have a very complex mind and um, complex thinking compared to some animals like a fish or I'm not going to say octopus because octopus is actually very smart compared to maybe like a fish or maybe a snake. I don't know. So that is the biggest things I can think of right away. So. We got, we went over what is a primate, what makes primates a primate, the different types of primates. Um, and so let's talk a little bit about like my favorite subject to educate people on. Cause I really think a lot of people, like I said, don't know the difference between a monkey and an ape. Typically, well, the biggest thing that everybody can look for, if it has a tail, it is not an ape. If it has a tail, the long thing coming off their back end, and it they have a tail, it is not an ape. It isn't a monkey. Only the monkeys have tails. Apes do not have tails. Uh, so that is your biggest giveaway. Monkey, tail. Ape, no tail. The Another thing you can tell is typically, I'm not going to say always because you do have a smaller ape called a gibbon, but... Typically, apes are a lot bigger than monkeys. You have your gorillas and your chimpanzees, um, your orangutans. All those are really, really, really big apes. They're going to be three times, four times the size of some of these monkeys. Not all. There are some big monkeys out there. So that's another big sign. Um, I That is not a steadfast rule because, like I say, you do have bigger monkeys out there. But most majority of the time, the ape is going to be bigger. Um, apes typically have more complex thinking than monkeys. Again, that's not always, there are some smart monkeys out there, but typically apes are more advanced in a way. Um, apes spend more time on the ground than in the, on the ground and in the trees. This is like on the line because there are some apes, um, such as orangutans that mostly stay in the trees. But a lot of the times the apes are typically mostly on the ground. There are a few exceptions to that. Or, of course, they trade in and out. They might go in the tree at some point. But most of the apes stay on the ground most of the time. Versus monkeys. Mm, Monkeys can do both. But usually when monkeys are in the trees, they are walking across the branches versus apes might swing across the branches. If you think about it as far as size... It's a lot easier for a smaller monkey to walk across a branch. You don't have to worry about it snapping versus 
150, 200 pound ape trying to walk across the branch. So they usually typically swing from the branches, not to say they can't walk across if they need it to. But yeah, I'm trying to keep this real simple, but that's the basic rules right there. Uh, yeah, also apes have an appendix. I don't know if there's any monkeys that have an appendix, but yeah, apes, apes have an appendix. So that's another way. It's not like you're dissecting an ape, but apes do have an appendix, which is cool. So if you ever need an appendix and there's a local ape in town, check on them. And yeah, so that's the difference between monkeys and apes. And so now I will, I am not going to go over all the monkeys because y'all it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of monkeys out there. Even as a primate lover, I'm going to be honest. I'm a primate lover, but I preferred apes over monkeys or I spent more time on apes or monkeys. So I'm more familiar with a lot of the apes than all the monkeys out there. But there are a lot of monkeys, not so many apes. So let's go over the apes. You have your gorillas. There's two types of gorillas. It's the Western and the Eastern, but you have your gorillas. You have your orangutans. There's also two types of those. Um, you have your bonobos. You have your chimpanzees, and then you have your gibbons. Um, and then human beings. Human beings are also considered apes. So from there, let's see. I'm going to give you all some quick fun facts. These, so your chimps, chimpanzees, your chimps, your gorillas, your orangutans, um, human beings, and your bonobos. Did I miss anybody? I don't think so. Are all considered greater apes. They're the larger size apes. Technically, a gibbon is considered a lesser ape. They are smaller in size, a lot smaller. A lot of people might call them monkeys because they're so much smaller. And the funny thing about gibbons, fun fact, their arms are like so much longer than their legs. So whenever they're running, it's just very unproportional. It's the cutest thing, though. You have to see a video. So that's about them. The gibbons are considered lesser apes. Everybody else is considered um, a great ape. Now... Out of that list, the orangutans mostly stay in the trees. They are arboreal. They do make nests. That's your fun fact for that. Gibbons also stay. Um, they move in between the trees and on the ground. They can also make nests. Uh, for the most part, gorillas stay on the ground for the most part. And then I think for the most part, the rest of the... They do go in the trees, but for the most part, the rest of them stay on the ground. Terrestrial. Of course, humans are everywhere we stay on the ground for the most part. We're always in planes and stuff, but we live on the ground. Uh, so to go along with that, I said a little about the orangutans with their nest building. Gibbons can build nests. Uh, a lot of these, you typically in research facilities, if primates are, be used, are being used for research, you see a lot of, um, as far as apes, you see a lot of chimpanzees and sometimes bonobos. Uh, and then you also see a lot of macaques, but macaques are a type of monkey. They're not, um, they're not apes. So you have those usually typically used in a research setting. And I think my last fun fact to give to you, cause I don't want to go too into details about all of them. Cause we're going to talk about them in later episodes, but, or two fun facts. There has been, um, many instances where, I mean, every primate is capable of doing this but chimps have been known to eat other chimps they do participate in infanticide which a lot of species do what that means is when to break it down when they're jealous or when a male is jealous of i don't want to say jealous when they want a female to have their kids sometimes they'll um 
Sometimes they will get rid of the infant that the mom already has. Sometimes chimps do it as a sign of dominance. They'll eat other chimps or do what they need to do for other chimps. Um, and yeah, that's just chimps. Chimps are sometimes violent. Not always the nicest ape species, but they are smart and they have their own way of doing things. So I wouldn't knock them. Don't be scared because they're still primates. They're still pretty cool to learn about. Now, another fun fact with the, um, not with the chins, but nobos. But nobos are not territorial primates. They're not territorial. They're not really aggressive. If anything, bonobos are one of the most affectionate species. Um, they're just really affectionate. They're really loving. They're really community-based. So if you're really interested, I will maybe touch on bonobos, but always you can look up bonobos' behavior, and they're just one of the most affectionate primates out there. They're most caring, and a lot of research is done on the compassionate side of bonobos and research into their social systems, and how much they care for each other. So that's extremely interesting, and I love that for them. So we have come to the end. I have given you fun fact after fun fact after fun fact. I hope that this was informational. I hope you I hope you learned something from this. Um, if anything, if you didn't know before, I hope you learned the difference between monkeys and apes. Um, if you didn't know that we were primates, surprise, we're primates. But go take this fact to someone else. Uh, go to, if you're going to Azura Sanctuary or watching a channel, uh, a history movie on a date, you can impress your date and say, hey, I know some stuff about these primates. Go to school. Tell your classmates whatever you need to do or keep it to yourself. It's fine. You learned something. You enjoyed it, I hope. And we will be back next week, every Friday. A new episode will drop. We will continue with this primate trend. So if you are in love with primates as much as I am, keep on listening every Friday for a little bit. And if you're not, or maybe you're just afraid of, you don't know enough about them, come back and learn something new. Because let me tell you, there's always something that you possibly don't know. I'm not going to say always. It's a high chance there's something I might say that you possibly don't know. Who knows? But thank you to each and every one of you for tuning in for reposting for following wildlife wonders podcast on instagram go follow that and youtube and liking content giving me feedback i see it all i appreciate it all and it keeps the podcast running so till next time bye